Longhorn Notebook. Okay, um, Longhorn Notebook, and uh, the Longhorns get ready to take on West Virginia, as as we pointed out how important uh, this series is. We know that uh, for the Longhorns, uh, the, the math works out, uh, that if, if they win and uh, win uh, not only tonight, uh, but win tomorrow and also, you know, win uh, on uh, Saturday and they'd have to win all three and have Oklahoma State lose at least once. And Oklahoma, is, Oklahoma State is playing OU in Norman. So they're closing out their regular season with Bedlam. And uh, they're playing at the same time as the West Virginia-Texas game. Obviously, we'll keep everybody updated on the horn about the progress of that Oklahoma-Oklahoma State game. And also uh, the other games as well. Now, Kansas State is playing TCU at 6 o'clock. K-State still has a mathematical shot to claim a share of the conference title as well. Uh, David Pierce, in uh, talking about this, uh, you know, the, he was asked yesterday to media availability about, you know, how much did they all factor in all this kind of stuff about what they have to do to try to win the thing and, um, you know, get 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 an opportunity to uh, claim part of the title if they win all three. And he said he just really didn't want guys fixating so much on that is the fact that you've got a heck of a matchup this weekend. So you got two really good teams that feel like going at each other with a lot at stake. Um, you know, it's hard to sweep in the Big 12, but uh, you can't sweep unless you win game one. So we have to work really hard to win game one, and that's all we can be concerned with, and then uh, let the series play out from there. Yeah, and then he went on to talk about the, the importance of zeroing in, dialing in on game one, because even if you don't win the conference title in the regular season, there are so many other things that are out there that are on the table. It's not just about the league uh, share. It's also just about so many implications of RPI, positioning in the tournament, um, just finishing strong, but really just playing really good baseball. If we can do that, that's all I expect from our team. I don't want them to go in worrying about what they have to do. We haven't done that all year. What they need to go in there and play with a little bit of an edge um, and don't drop their guard. Yeah, that's important not to uh, drop the guard, but just to be ready uh, for this matchup, which is going to be so important. And not only important, he wants his guys to really enjoy the moment. This is why you come to play baseball, Texas, to play in matchups like this. I mean, it's great going in the last week knowing that you have an opportunity to win a championship. Uh, it's not going to be easy, but it's it's what you, you strive for. We won it in 18, we won it in 2018, we won it in 1, and we won it on the last day so um, anything can happen in this game and in this league and so we're just going to go out there and try to play our best yeah it's just you know do that sort of thing. now I should tell you this one thing that I found interesting about West Virginia in and in, in we've told you about J.J. Weatherholt and what a tremendous ball player he is and he's batting 466 and he's hit 15 home runs and he's stolen 35 bases. He's going to win Big 12 Player of the Year honors. There's no doubt about that. And he's going to be a finalist for the Golden Spikes Award and, and the other ones as well. He's he's really, really good. We, we know all that. Uh, one thing does have my interest peaked a little bit. All season long, the Mountaineers have gone with left-hander Ben Hampton as their Friday night starter and then come back with Blaine Traxel 
on Saturday, their fifth-year senior, as their Saturday starter, game two starter. Well, Traxel is going to start game two. It'll be tomorrow, Friday instead of Saturday, since it's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series. But they're not starting Ben Hampton, the lefty, tonight. They're going with a freshman right-hander in Carson Estridge. Now, he's 3-0 and with a 3.75 ERA, but he's only pitched 24 innings, and he's only made four starts. So I don't know if that's an injury thing or a field thing or a rest thing uh, that it's going a day earlier because West Virginia does have their Saturday starter listed as TBA. So that's something uh, to think about going into this series opener tonight. Obviously, Lucas Gordon will go for Texas tonight. LeBaron Johnson will go tomorrow night. And then Saturday afternoon on Senior Day, Tanner Witt will go. Also, one other really, uh, I think, pretty cool thing that will happen tonight. Bill Buffet the longtime assistant to Cliff Gustafson at Texas, is being honored tonight. They're just, you know, uh, paying uh, tribute to him. They're going to have him throw out the first pitch. Catching, catching the first pitch to be thrown out by Bill Buffet, none other than our own Ty Harrington, our uh, broadcast partner, who's going to join me on the broadcast, so he'll scurry up to the booth after catching the first pitch. So that's that's coming up tonight, 6.15 airtime, 6.30, first pitch, Texas and West Virginia. And again, Texas softball uh, at 4 o'clock tomorrow afternoon, game one of that regional on 105.3, the bat against Seton Hall, 345 airtime. Now, I, I promised you I'd give you this before we get to the break. Um, we keep up with the NCAA tournament projections that come out, and I usually examine three of those sets of projections. One of those sets of projections, I think uh, the ones – that most everybody follow right out of the gate are the ones from D1Baseball.com. What's notable about the D1 projections this week is the last four in, the uh, two Big 12 teams are in the last four in. Oklahoma, the, the 62nd team listed in the field. TCU, the 64th team listed. You talk about your last four in. Their last one in and the first one out is Texas State. So uh, this weekend, Texas State, of course, is playing at home against UL Monroe. It really kind of is a must-sweep situation for the Bobcats. And then you see what happens with TCU. Of course, they're in Manhattan to play Kansas State. So maybe that helps. Who knows? Oklahoma can help itself against Oklahoma State this weekend there. Now, uh, the uh, the first four out were Texas State, Georgia Tech, Rutgers and Louisiana, which just got through sweeping Texas State last weekend, but they're in that first four out. Okay, the the field of 64 projections, your top eight national seeds are Wake Forest, Arkansas, Florida, LSU, Stanford, West Virginia, who's ranked number six in the country, also the number six national seed according to their projections, uh, Clemson, and then Vanderbilt, and then that next group would be uh, your nine, your nine seed, Virginia. Ten is Kentucky. Eleven, South Carolina. Twelve, Coastal Carolina. Thirteen, Miami. Fourteen, Oklahoma State. Fifteen, Duke. Sixteen, Oregon State. Now, one thing I do find interesting is that Duke uh, cannot bid the Durham Bulls minor league park like what was originally said. Oh, how come? The, the Bulls are playing. They got a home series. Ooh. One team, however, that's right on the cusp of hosting is Campbell. And they got a huge win over East Carolina the other night. 
Campbell can bid the minor league park in Fayetteville, just down the road, home of the Fayetteville Woodpeckers. That's right. Astros, uh, low A ball affiliate. So uh, they could bid that. All right. So that, and uh, the Longhorns, you ask? Well, according to D1 Baseball, they'd be in Fayetteville. Mm. Now, I, 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 this is the part that I struggle with. I understand why the NCAA Tournament Selection Committee says sometimes to balance the bracket, they can go outside the realm of of the numerical part of, of, of who should be seated where. And what I mean by that is you would not think that, because in, by most estimation, Texas would be a pretty high two seed right now. You wouldn't think they would send them to the number two national seed, Arkansas, along with Oral Roberts and Little Rock. But again, that's a geographic consideration. Not only are they the only one, uh, not only are they not the, uh, do they have it that way, they're also not the only ones who have it that way because uh, the projected bracket for um, one of the other ones, and uh, this is uh, College Sports Madness, has Texas also in a uh, regional that is hosted by Arkansas, and uh, and 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 that would certainly that that's two of them that have them listed that way. So uh, they've got they've got Texas playing in Fayetteville as well in one, and then uh, the one that is uh, put out by uh, Baseball America has Texas. Uh, playing in Dallas in a regional hosted by Dallas Baptist. That would have Texas A&M as the three and Sam Houston State as the four. So, again, it's all speculation right now. And those other two regional projections have Texas State in the field, whereas D1 does not. That's how razor-thin the margin is right now for the Bobcats trying to get into the field. 